Welcome back. I want to take a quick second to tell you about our sponsor of today's episode of North American Deer Talk, CNE Wildlife Products. CNE Wildlife is a trusted leader in biotechnology for the cervid industry. They offer microencapsulated bacteria products that are research supported through Texas Tech University. With more than 30 years of experience and commitment to all natural probiotics, this product line continues to be a mainstay in herd management programs across North America. And the reason is simple. They are passionate about the cervid industry. They have products for elk, whitetail, muleys, red deer, and more. With products ranging from Fawn Paste and Electromax to Guardian Plus, Whitetail Energy Pack, Jumpstart, or their ever-popular Top Score Extreme, they just flat out work. We've been a CNE Wildlife product user for more than 15 years. To learn more about CNE Wildlife, check out episode 54 of North American Deer Talk, a probiotics masterclass with CNE owner Sadie Horrocks, and give her a call today to start using the products we do here. Hey, it's the Deer Wizard, host of North American Deer Talk. I want to tell you about a great new advertising and research platform that we've developed for you, CWDbreeding.com. You know, as the deer industry continues to mature and develop around chronic wasting disease and its known genetic heritability, resources like CWDbreeding.com become essential tools for deer managers across the country making decisions about their herds. I really wanted a platform that excelled at hosting GEBV and codon markers in a filterable and searchable manner, but I also wanted to have high quality pictures, videos, ages, scores, NADAR numbers, and a whole host of other information to go along with that. This database puts everything in one easy to find location and allows you to access the industry's greatest genetic resources. I look forward to seeing all the great bucks that people have to offer in one easy-to-find location, cwdbreeding.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of North American Deer Talk. I am here today with Capitol Hill Consulting President Jack Victory. Jack, how are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Pleasure. Um, I thought it'd be uh, a really great platform for us to, to chat. Uh, we're here at the 40th. Uh, anniversary of the NVIFA conference. You can kind of see around. We got the booth set up in the back. Um, and I just heard you mention a few things at our, our, our lunch talk uh, that kind of struck a chord with me. And I, I, I thought this would be a great opportunity to sit down and, and, and dig into it a little more. Sure. Um, tell me um, what Capitol Hill Consulting is. So Capitol Hill Consulting Group is, is um, it's an advocacy group, it's a bipartisan advocacy group, and what we do is we represent um, interests before Congress um, on a bipartisan basis, both in the House and the Senate. Um, so uh, they call them lobbyists, right? Um, which is, uh, you know, kind of has a negative connotation in many aspects, but the Constitution guarantees you the right to petition your government. And not everybody can be there all the time. So they come in and they hire, um, you know, people that uh, are potentially experts or experts in the field and come and hire them to talk about their issues before Congress. And, and the way that I would describe that is it's almost like a, a courtroom scenario. I'm not a lawyer. Sure. Um, 
So if I was to walk in and defend myself in a courtroom, I'd stand up immediately and go, Your Honor, I'm innocent. And he would say, sit down, son. You know, we've got a bunch of protocol we got to work through here sure. before discovery and all this stuff, before we get to your guilt or innocence. And so what we do is we bring issues that are important, like Nadifa's uh, interests and issues, before members of Congress to educate them on on different policies and what works good for the industry. And you remember, these, these members are from all over the country. Um, they may have never seen a deer in their life, um, but they have to know everything from apples to, you know, social security and welfare. Uh, they have to cover the gamut. And without us being able to educate them on this process, I think they would go in blindly in, in voting in many cases and not understand the importance behind the issues. Interesting. Um, how, I guess, give us a little bit of background on how Capitol Hill Consulting sure. uh, kind of got hooked up with Nadifa, what that timeline looks like, and I can that'll lead us right into present day. Great. Um, Nadifa came and hired a former congressman, Bill Brewster, who was the one that started our farm um, 20 years ago. Mm. And we've been with Nadifa for about 15 years, a little over probably. Um, and they brought him in because he was such an avid outdoorsman. He was a blue dog Democrat in, in Congress and uh, started the Congressional, found, uh, Congressional Sportsman's Foundation. Uh, which is a group of members that you know are out there for conservation. They're usually hunting and fish and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And uh, value conservation is a great tool in, in wildlife management. And since then, uh, Bill had moved on and unfortunately passed away. Mm -hmm. But I came in and, and uh, bought Bill out, and uh, we're following in his footsteps and uh, you know his common sense approach to solving problems. That's really interesting. You, you mentioned, um, you know, the love of the outdoors and, and conservation. And, you know, we, we when we look at the United States, like it's such a diverse um, geography, but we have so much really great natural resources. And like there's all these um, kind of they're not necessarily competing, but uh, all these different uh, groups with with interest. And it's a it's a great thing that uh, Nadifa and Capitol Hill Consulting can kind of be a part of that conversation with other conservation groups, uh, you know, many of them, you know, from uh, Teddy Roosevelt and uh, Boone and Crockett, Pope Young and all the kind right. of the big name uh, groups that people know. So that's that's really great. Um, I know that obviously uh, we're, we're deer farmers. We know all about chronic waste and disease. That's a, a big issue. And as time has uh, moved on over the past couple decades, it's starting to get more and more national attention uh, as a priority in DC. Um, we have the Chronic Waste and Disease and Management Act. I'd like to talk about that a little bit. Can you kind of give us the, the origin story of that and a bit of the timeline uh, bringing us up to, to present day on that? Sure, back in uh, 2019, we started this process. Um, as many people know, you know, uh, concept, it takes a while to get laws enacted. And so we spent uh, a lot of time talking to a lot of deer farmers, yeah, right. Nadifa's input, and all of that to deal with chronic wasting disease. As it was spreading across the country, we realized that there wasn't enough money going into research. 
that this was becoming a national problem and so therefore we had to figure out a way for the federal government to get involved to try to find a solution to this problem and and I'd even like to take a step back a little bit so that people truly understand this if this problem exists and what happens is the people that traditionally use outdoors um, and they go hunting for example chronic wasting disease most hunters don't understand it at all um, they hear about a disease now are they going to go shoot a deer that is potentially disease has a disease even though it can't be transmitted to humans <clears throat> Are they going to take that chance? And what happens is you start losing people to the Xboxes of the you know and stuff like that, and they're not getting into the outdoors. Mm. Well, if they're not going into the outdoors, they're not purchasing guns and bullets and ammo and binoculars and clothing and all of these different types of things that hunters and fishermen themselves put a tax on us, a Pippin Robinson tax, to fund conservation across America. So even though you may not have a deer farm in uh, your state, the conservation monies that come from hunters and fishermen contribute to the conservation in your state. Right. So it's, uh, it's kind of a full circle, and it impacts a lot more people than, than you would think. Hmm. Interesting. So um, to continue on, we decided that it was a national problem, and we went to a couple members and sat down with them. Uh, Senator Hoven over in the in the Senate and Congressman Glenn Thompson in the House, who's chairman of the House Ag Committee, and sat down and began on working on a bill. And uh, the numbers started out small, and and they grew. And then the Boons and Crockett of the world and the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, these outside groups, they came in and said we needed more money for uh, state fish and wildlife agencies <coughs> to go out and test deer that they find that would you know that are dead on the landscape and and come up with a management plan in case there is an outbreak and and things like that and so uh, it grew to a point where now there's going to be uh, 35 million dollars will go straight towards science which we think is the real answer to the problem if, if you're not going to come at it with a scientific perspective you're never going to solve the problem driving around in a forest somewhere and you find a dead deer and you test it and it's positive doesn't solve our CWD right. problem. But we understand the management side and the responsibilities that the state ha states have in this too. So we all combined efforts and really it was the first time that all of these different groups got together um, and put their weight behind one bill. And uh, fortunately we were able to get it passed last Congress mm. at the very end, uh, but we were able to get it passed. And, and so that gives us the ability to go out and try to get money through the appropriations committee and the appropriations process. Um, we won't be funded nearly at those levels. Uh, money's tight, obviously, but we hope to be able to grow the program. And, you know, our, our goals are to come up with a better live test, to map the deer genome, and eventually find a cure. You know, a hunter test kit is another thing that we would like to see, for example. So all these things kind of feed in together from the management side and the science side to get rid of, uh, hopefully, CWD. That's, uh, it's all very encouraging to hear those things. Uh, you touched on the appropriations process, and I, I think this is a, a rather unknown part of the political process where you know, people hear, oh, we got a bill passed. Great, right? Tell us, after that bill passes, 
what actually has to happen. Give us the sausage part of the, the making, the sausage making part right. of this um, in that appropriation. If what I, if I like? say something that you don't understand, because <clears throat> I tend to talk, you know, in congressional speak many times, but what we did is it's called an authorization. So when we got the bill passed, basically Congress said, you are authorized now to go get money. We agree with the concept with this legislative language that you're bringing forward. We're going to pass it president signs it, it now becomes law. So Congress gives the okay, now you can go get money for it. So then the following year, what you do is you go after money and you try to fund what you've passed, which Congress has given the okay to, um, through the appropriations process, you get money back to go into both uh, the science side and, and you know, the uh, state wildlife management side as well. Gotcha. So it's, there's kind of a two-prong approach. Right. You've got to get through the first one to get to the second one, and, and then the money will actually be on the ground, and it'll go out, at least the science portion of that will go out through a grant program that will be administered by USDA so that um, our universities, co-ops, and um, others can apply for a grant, and if it's warranted, then USDA will, you know, give them money for that grant. Right, that's great to hear. And, and We'll see the direct benefits of that in the future. Absolutely, um, you know those that that science and research is a, a really key and important component to this disease management process. It is. Um, so that's that's positive news. Um, I would like to touch on one more thing before we wrap up, and that's the interactions with uh, Nadifa Capital Hill Consulting for the DC Fly-in. Tell us what that is. So every year we host a fly-in, and uh, members of Nadifa come and join us. Um, and what they do is they bring their own personal experience, they bring their state's experience. What is a deer farmer? Like I said, some members have never even seen a deer, yeah. um, you know, but they're gonna bring their experience in and say, you know, I've, I've ran this ranch or this farm for, for 30 plus years. If I get one positive uh, deer in my herd that is CWD positive, they come in, they eradicate the deer, and they quarantine the farm, and you are essentially out of business with one positive, one and done. Um, and so that really uh, impacts a lot of people. I mean, it's your, it impacts the taxes that you pay, your local community, the feed that you're buying, the fuel, all of that stuff, and members need to be educated on that. And there's no one better to educate a member of Congress than the farmers themselves. I can go and tell the story, but as a constituent and somebody who lives it from you know 5 a.m. in the morning until 10 o'clock at night, uh, maybe longer in, in a lot of days, um, they really can tell the story and members like to hear from their constituents. So it's a, it's a win-win situation and it's, uh, it's proven to be a, a great tool in educating members and it's allowed us to have the success that we really have achieved because of these fly-ins and, and participation from the farmers of Nadifa. Perfect. Well, as a Nadifa member, I thank you and Capitol yeah. Hill Consulting for your, you. your work in DC. It's, it's obviously important and I appreciate you sitting down today and, and talking with me. It was all my pleasure, thank you. With that, we'll wrap up. Stay tuned for another episode of North American Deer Talk.